Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Today's episode is sponsored by UberLube. It's a silicone-based lubricant, and I love silicone-based products because they really last, feel great, they don't interfere with latex, and they're great for sensitive skin. Yeah, it is great stuff, and not just for sex. It's great for massages, can protect against chafing. Check out all its uses at uberlube.com, U-B-E-R-lube.com. On to the show. Okay, so today we're going to talk about when does sex end? Right. And this to me kind of hinges on one thing. What's that? And that is how you define sex, right? True. Because True. There's, a, there's a recent study where they hold 480 people from ages 18 to 92, which is a huge age range, right? And they could not get people to agree on what exactly sex was, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There was not a consensual definition across gender, across age, orientation, anything like they they did not agree on exactly what sex was. Some people defined it as just oral. Some people defined it as intercourse. Some people defined it in other ways. Like there was not a there's not a consensus. And so when it, you know, you tell me what you think about this. But <laughs> if if you can't define what it is, I don't know that, you know, exactly when it ends. When it ends right. <laughs> yeah. So how would you how would you define sex, Lori? Oh, gosh. I mean, I think that. Traditionally, probably what I hear is that both people reach an orgasm. That's sex. Mm-hmm. But really, sex is broader than that. And, you know, it could be holding hands and touching and caressing and, you know, even getting turned on. I mean, yeah. that could be sex and that could be really pleasurable and enjoyable and very sexual. Um, but people sometimes feel like, you know, okay, we didn't have sex. It's like, well, yeah, we did. I mean, is it, it, is it sex or is it a part of sex for you? For me personally. <laughs> well, in your definition, in your mind. In my mind. <laughs> in your mind. In my therapeutic mind, it is sex. 
okay. to be having, you know, all of this kind of caressing and fun and arousal. That's sex. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I think people should define it a little more broadly so that they, you know, think of themselves as more successful. We are having a lot of sex. You know, we mm. are doing sexual things and we're having we're having a, a good sexual relationship, right? It shouldn't be defined by an act or something. It should be defined by the the arc of their sexual behaviors. Mm. Right. So it it's more comprehensive and holistic when right. you begin to think about it in that way. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, you were talking about how people came to this idea that orgasm was what defined sex. Right. For me, it, it seems to start with the research that Masters and Johnson did. They were sex researchers, some of the more prominent ones, starting in the 50s, continuing through the 90s. And they really started to define sex as far as these phases, right? Mm-hmm. And Right. They were actually, they became a married couple at some point. Yeah. Yeah, not originally, but eventually. And I know that from the TV show. <laughs> from the TV show. <laughs> yeah, Masters yeah. of Sex, right? Isn't that they yeah, had their exactly. whole TV show about them? Yeah. Um, but the phases that they defined were really kind of a step-by-step process because they were really trying to break sex down. And so it's really a linear process of excitement, plateau, orgasm, and then resolution. And it's really a physiological model of sex um, mm-hmm. that has a and may, I think they maybe added desire at some point. Right, desire um, that usually the first phase. Right, with Masters and Johnsons. Yeah, and so they Johnson. so but they still are defining that as uh, physiological as having a start point, having an end point, which means that that's how it seeps into the national consciousness. That's kind of how we began to think about sex, um, and so it. It kind of defined it defined it as a having a start point and an end point. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wonder if it wasn't defined that way because Masters was male, and mm-hmm. you know that was the way he experienced sex. You know, it was e- an event, right? So you know, potentially there was some influence from that as well. That right. it was you know an isolated event w- versus women. I think often define sex a little differently, right? I mean, Rosemary Basson is another sex researcher who is more modern, and her research showed that women need the influence of connection to mm. feel sex, you know, to right. feel sexual, to feel arousal, and to have desire for their partner. And that was new, and that was not something that Masters and Johnson's really studied or focused on. Right, and and I think even like you know, we take bits and pieces of things a lot of times that that kind of uh, pop up culturally mm-hmm. right and we don't ha- have a full understanding of them and so and we've talked about before that for because it is a masters and johnson was more of a male-based model i think one of the things that happened is that f- sex for men becomes all about the orgasm mm-hmm. right all, not just his orgasm but her orgasm as well mm-hmm. and so that is the culmination so i don't even think they we typically that men typically think about resolution to to sex and they definitely don't think about it in terms of Rosemary Basson's model of sex because it's it's this kind of idea that orgasm is the end all be all um, and it is when sex ends sex ends in orgasm right and and I think that oftentimes the complaint that I have in the room is that sex can end with his orgasm Um, ah yeah you know, and and he feels like it's a little mysterious um, because most men believe that her orgasm is going to happen during sexual intercourse. You know, he thinks, okay, when I'm done, I think she came. I, you know, I think it was good for her. I don't know, mm-hmm. but oftentimes it's over. You know, right. he, he doesn't necessarily keep stimulating her or bring her to orgasm. And frequently, women are 
acculturated to this, acculturated to this, that they too believe sex ends when he's done. Well, and but even though Lori too, like when and they failed if they didn't climax, right? And even when men begin to address that misnomer, then they begin to do things that help their partner orgasm, right? Mm-hmm. And the trap though is that that that's the end of sex, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the trap is even even if they begin to to make the moves and shift their mind away from that myth that it's just all about his orgasm. Mm-hmm. The danger then is, right, that they still think of sex as ending with orgasm, whether it's his, hers, or both of theirs together. Mm-hmm. Right? But, and I and think that can I be mean, dangerous. It, it can be dangerous, and it can be dangerous. I mean, ironically, they could be listening to the podcast and then be insistent that she have an orgasm, and she may feel it is sexual even without an orgasm, that particular event, you know, and then she it starts to be pressured. Like the whole thing starts to be pressured. We gotta have an orgasm. Gotta have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. You know, are you gotta have an orgasm? Or are you gotta have an orgasm? And you know, I think this is one of the issues with premature ejaculation or ED. Mm-hmm. I mean, oftentimes the the man pulls away, thinking, "I didn't perform. I right. didn't do the thing that is sexual. I didn't have sex." Versus, you know, she may be very happy with touching and her climaxing and him not, or just having a really sexually intimate, you know, right. exchange, for her, that's like, and and it could, we, what we want it to do is we want it to count for both of them. Right. You know, that is sex. Right. And it, it is, even when they both agree that is a mutually satisfying sexual experience. If they define that as the end of sex, then they are going to stop doing the things that are going to lead to a the next good sexual experience. Right, right? because research shows that actually that resolution phase, there's something that is very important to make sex satisfying. Right. So let's come back and talk about that, about what that is after the break. Great. Thank you so much to all our Patreon supporters, right? Yeah. Patreon is a platform where you can directly support things that you love. We really want to expand the resources that we can be able to provide right. to you as our listeners. If you know our work touches you and our work helps you, we would be so grateful for your support. Just go to our website, foreplayrst.com, and there you can find a way to support us, and you can see our episodes and our blogs. And thank you so much, guys. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress compared to weekly therapy. I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. At Matthews Counseling, we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes, the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. Give us a call at 919-587-8018. Find us online at matthewscounseling.com. We look forward to working with you. Today, we are sponsored by UberLube. UberLube, a high-grade silicone that stays on the surface of the skin. It's long-lasting, so great to prevent chafing and friction. It's also lightweight and non-greasy, so people actually want it on their bodies. 
Uberlube is used by athletes, doctors, and yes, even in hair salons for hairstyling. And Adam, do you like do a lot of hairstyling? All the time, every single day, um, <laughs> sure. on multiple people. Right. It's, it's okay. my jam. But there is silicone in many conditioners, so it makes sense. Um, and it has vitamin E, which has a nice moisturizing effect. Right. And we only promote items that we have tried and we feel passionate about. And Uber Lube is one of them. It really is high class, a good product. Follow us on Instagram at 4 Therapy. And be entered to win a free sample box of Uberlube. They have this cool travel package, you know, to take with you on your summer vacation this year. So follow us from now until the end of June and be entered to win. So we are coming back talking about knowing when sex ends. And you were talking about before the break about the understanding of resolution and what happens there that can start to build toward the next good sexual experience. Right. So the studies show that it is not actually orgasm that makes sex satisfying to couples. Mm -hmm. I mean that when people rate it, it is not that. It's not the number of orgasms. It's not the number of minutes that they have sexual intercourse. I mean this is something super simple. Basically, it's cuddling afterwards. Resolution is its own phase and it gets Mm -hmm. shortchanged. So really the highest way to get more satisfaction out of sex and to have your partner feel more satisfied is to spoon and cuddle and, and be close afterwards physically. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hmm. I mean, that, that is it. Yeah. Um, Masters and Johnsons did not even talk about that. I think. What do you think? What do you think cuddling does to, to the connection in the relationship? You know, that skin on skin contact is so important to the release of oxytocin. Uh, hmm. And that is the bonding hormone. So, I mean, people, yes, they had a super high pleasurable experience, but feeling close to their partner as well as that is what makes optimal sex. Hmm. So it's the cuddle. Right. Cuddling is obviously there's intimacy involved there, right? It's a high degree of intimacy. That skin on skin is, you know, that's the closest you can you can get to somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what it also does is there's a level of acceptance in cuddling that -hmm. whatever happened in that sexual experience that we just had or however we defined it as being successful or whatever, any of the problems that that happened that came up during that experience, cuddling is just acceptance of the other person, right? And I think that that just makes it, it makes whatever happened safe. It made it safe to fail. It made it safe to succeed. It made it safe to be vulnerable in that experience. And I think that um, really kind of boost the ability to trust the next sexual experience, to be more vulnerable in the next time, to accept whatever happens, yeah. um, whatever like failure comes up. Melty, 
You know, cuddling oh, is melty. You, you, you <laughs> like, melt together after sex in I, this, I get you. you know, really like soft, sweet way. For some reason, I'm also thinking about butter now. <laughs> like <laughs> melty, soft, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, I, need, <laughs> I need some toast and some butter, <laughs> or I'm just hungry. <laughs> yeah, either that. Right. Uh, no, I, I I think that this this sense of the post-sex connection, the post-intercourse connection, really is something that you can end sex well. And I, I mean, I know so many people who say, you know, I'd rather roll over and go to sleep or get up and have a beer and a pizza. Um, but they're missing out on something that is highly important in our sexual experience. Mm-hmm. We're trying to teach you out there, right? Yeah. How to have sex that is deeply satisfying as well as very exciting and aids in your relational you know, connection. And this is it. Was there um, any like in that study you saw, is there any time length of how long cuddling should last after are you sex? asking for yourself adam like how I, long do i have to do this i um <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> you, you're not a cuddler i'm not i'm not a, a long cuddler uh-huh. i'm good with cuddling for a little while um but the length especially when right before i'm gonna go to sleep uh-huh. like yeah. i can't i can't go to sleep cuddling i uh-huh. can't i had a friend who was we were recently talking about this and apparently him and his wife sleep like she sleeps right on top of him. Yeah. Which just like basically she uses him as a body pillow. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't I don't understand that. I could never, ever I can never, ever sleep that way. I get way too hot. Way too hot. Yeah. 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 So, not in the, not in the good way. Yeah. So I, I want a good way. I want a good amount of cuddling. Uh huh. Right. But I want it to, you know. And, um, I want and it before to, you it go has to, to have, sleep. It has to have an endpoint yeah, <laughs> before we go to sleep. <laughs> Frankly, I'm kind of with you on that. I, <laughs> I, I can't go to sleep that way. So we're either. recommending cuddling, but we're not. No, we're no. Recla- recommending cuddling after you've had sex. Yeah. You know, after you've – and this is – see, even listen to my language. I'm screwing right. it up just because of my language. After you've cuddling had sex. Cuddling is sex. It's part of sex. Cuddling yeah. is part of sex. And and we know that it extends the sexual experience in a way that cr- gives us an opportunity to bond. Mm-hmm. And I like that debrief. You know, I mean, just just the few minutes of cuddling. I think just a few minutes mm-hmm. uh, would be wonderful. Yeah. You know, just hold each other, laugh, talk, you know, enjoy that moment. That, that's that's cool. Yeah. I think the other thing that's important as well is what happens after the cuddle. Right. Mm-hmm. And because I think Rosemary Basson's why we talked about her circular model. Right. There's there is a sense that the cycle of sex doesn't end even after you go to sleep. Right. And it's that right. the cuddling, I think, begins a move back toward each other for that next sexual experience. So it's, it's just a coming back together. It's a continual connection. So anything you do, that desire phase. Right. If, if it, it starts all over again, almost immediately. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what that cuddle, that cuddling starts to pick up on. It's, it's a continual phase. And then the moves toward each other beginning the next morning, start the cycle all over again. And so if you get up the next morning and you ignore your spouse, right. Mm -hmm. Or you ignore your partner after, after you've had sex, that is, that's disconnecting, right. Right. I mean, this is the old sex begins in the kitchen and, or it, it starts all over again, basically. I mean, sex is about our emotional connection, by and large, from the post-sex, the post-intercourse cuddle right into the warmth that we offer our partner the next day, the sense of closeness or just the the wink and the, that was great and mm-hmm. I love you and, you know, so glad we did that last night and, 
you know, I mean, all of that adds to a feeling of sexual connection and the desire. Like, I think especially for women, especially if you're married to a female sexual distancer, Mm -hmm. they want to know that they made you happy. Right. So conveying, instead of conveying, you know, well, that wasn't everything or we need to, you know, do something else next time or any kind of uh, direction, you know, Mm -hmm. communicate. That was wonderful. Yeah. And, and period. Right. And I'm, I hear what you're saying about women. And we, I think we talk about that a lot. But I also think it's important for men as well. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the ability to feel desired. Right. Um, to feel You were wanted, hot. You were big. You were great. <laughs> right. Has commented on that performance. But it's, I think it's also last throughout the day. I can't tell you how many men I've had lately that just that want not the, the connection for it, that they feel like they try to make that connection throughout the day um, through a text, through a phone call, and they feel like it's rebuffed. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there is the story that women may play out for themselves the may be more complicated than for men um, as far not complicated in a bad way just more okay, explain that to more me. more complex I'm just a woman explain that <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> I don't want to mansplain to you Lori so I want to be careful you know more about that than I do no but I, I you're saying something important and I just want you to keep talking about it a little bit well like the idea that men want to feel desired and wanted, right? Yes. There are things yes. that their female partners do and feel that like they that. did a good job. Yes. And that they that they made her happy. Yes. All right. Men don't want to have sex with somebody, especially in partnerships, that they don't feel like wants to have sex with them. No um, kidding. And so being able to communicate that was really enjoyable. I appreciated that. I appreciate if they're going to cuddle and they're not a mm-hmm. natural cuddler that she appreciated that effort that that he might make or even things like I'm so like you're such a hard worker for our family right mm-hmm. I really appreciate I really appreciate how hard you're working or I just recognizing of that effort that men are putting in I think make, starts the connection starts the desire for the next sexual experience and feels like that men are not they, it's going to increase the ability for men to initiate, right? If 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 you're in a uh, relationship where the man is the initi- is more the initiator than the female, like it's going to increase his confidence in initiating because he feels more desired. He's not going to mind as initiating as much because he's going to feel those efforts coming back toward him. Yeah, and um, I, I would I would encourage the women listening to to be a little more graphic sexually. Mm-hmm. You know, to say uh, the parts of his body that are sexual that you like, to compliment his body, his performance, you know, the way he touched you, whatever he said that you really liked. I think men are starving to hear positive sexual feedback yeah. you know, and positive feedback about their sexuality. Yeah. You know, I, I think that that is also something that increases the cycle. Yeah. I, ab- I absolutely agree with that. No, no disagreement for me. I would just add, too, that if, if it's difficult for her to start that, to go right into sexual compliments and feedback, starting with any kind of positive affirmation <laughs> is, going, yes. is going to go a long way, right? Yes. I mean, if you're you – And I think it is difficult for most women. Yeah. We're just not socialized to do that, to be that kind of open about our sexual desire and our sexual admiration. Yeah. And so we're talking about like beginning to think of sex as not having a firm beginning or ending, but just as a constant, continuous part of any relationship can be really helpful from cuddling to connection to affirmations to praise and compliments to to connection of any kind is going to feed into that that cycle sexually. 
So thanks for listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. You can now call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor.